Welcome to From the Bibliophiles, a science podcast discussing how storytelling succeeds in communicating difficult science concepts. I'm your host and interviewer, Kenna Castleberry. If you're a new listener, you can find our podcast on all your favorite platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and many other places. Be sure to give us a five-star review if you like our show. If you enjoyed today's episode, like it and share it with your friends. Today's episode travels into the physics of death as I interview Cody Cassidy, popular science writer, about his book, And Then You're Dead. This book discusses weird and extreme scenarios where people could die, such as jumping into a volcano or being swallowed by a whale. Cody then discusses the physics of how these scenarios would make you die. Cody is an award-winning writer who writes many articles for Wired Magazine. Let's listen to his enthralling story. First question, obviously this book is fabulous, you know, we're talking about And Then You're Dead, which is a very morbidly humorous book, which I find very fascinating because I'm a person who has a morbid sense of humor. So you paired up with Paul Doherty to make this book, you know, you talk about the science of weird deaths and things like that. I'm, I'm interested to understand the process of how this book began and what inspired you to write such an interesting read. Yeah, this, this actually began a, a long time ago when I read a book called The Perfect Storm by uh, Sebastian Junger. And he has this, um, uh, sort of the famous, it became the movie with, with George Clooney. But in the book, he has this uh, really interesting section on, on drowning, which is uh, a little bit morbid. But he um, sort of delves into the, the science uh, in a way that I hadn't seen done before, and I and I realized that um, you could uh, a writer could really uh, delve deeply into science and make it really interesting uh, if they were working with a sort of morbidly fascinating topic. Um, and so that sort of uh, sparked my idea that a, an entire book could be done like that. Um, and so I uh, eventually moved away from. Uh, sort of modes of death or that could actually happen to somebody or at least that would be likely to happen and, and moved away into things like what would happen if you were swallowed by a whale, but, but kept the same focus on, on the hard science and, and worked with a, with a really great physicist uh, named Paul Doherty and we sort of attacked these questions uh, really seriously. <laughs> like, so we really tried to ask what would happen if you were shot out of a cannon or I went over the waterfall in a, of Niagara in a, in a barrel and then sort of deeply uh, sort of tried to speculate, not even speculate, but, but answer exactly sort of second by second what would happen. Sure. And, and that kind of leads into my next question, which is what was the research process like? I mean, did you, pardon my humor, but did you have sort of examples already of people doing this or was it more of a data extrapolation or theoretical situation? Well, the first part was just coming up with the questions. And, and I think that that, that was pro, uh, sort of a few different ways. We, um, I would first sort of think about sort of common sayings or sort of famous incidences that have happened. You know, I'd known that people had gone over Niagara in a barrel. And, and of course, I see in the circus, you see people shot from a cannon. And so I sort of thought what would happen if you were really shot from a real cannon. Um, and so I guess once I got in the mode of just like 
how would this thing kill you? Then you just sort of think about everything through that lens and, and you get more and more ideas and they sort of get weirder and weirder. And I just kept a, a word doc and, uh, I don't know, with hundreds of them and then, and then read them down to the most interesting. And then, and then I would sort of look into them and if they had interesting answers, um, I think my, then I would, then I would go with them. I, sometimes I was surprised. I think I looked into, um, slipping on a banana peel, um, which I sort of thought of because uh, a person, the first person to go over a barrel Niagara Falls actually survived that, but then and died slipping on a, on a, <laughs> a banana peel. And so I sort of looking into that, and it, and it turns out this researcher had looked into banana peels and determined that they actually are remarkably slippery thanks to this like, um, ooze that they um, exude after, after they're crushed. And so... Um, it ended up being a really fun and interesting uh, topic to explore uh, from what seemed like a mundane question. How many rabbit holes you can go down, right? <laughs> so what was um, sort of your quote-unquote favorite death to, to research or, or maybe the most surprising to you? <laughs> I think I loved the what would happen if you were swallowed by a whale. I, I loved a lot of them in, in, in different ways, but because I thought it was one of the first questions that um, that we looked into and, and sort of thinking it was ridiculous. Um, but it's actually, like, plausible that it could happen. There's um, <laughs> Most whales couldn't, but, but uh, uh, the sperm whale has, like, um, been found with giant squid in its belly that are much larger than a person, and so it could actually probably swallow you, and, and then it would you, you would... Uh, die from a, a variety of somewhat gruesome ways after that but but it's pretty interesting because the sperm whale um, it actually has this uh, it's, it's sort of like sperm whale vomit basically is called ambergris and it's this incredibly valuable uh, substance used by the perfume industry if you're ever looking if you're ever on a beach and you find this like rock that kind of looks like this snotty creamy color um, you should you should take it and make sure it's not this ambergris because it's it's incredibly valuable, and so the idea that you could be swallowed by a sperm whale, but then sort of be turned into this ambergris and spat out on a beach and eventually processed into a perfume was, was, uh, was kind of fascinating and fun. Yeah, what a weird idea, but so interesting, too. <laughs> so what was kind of the, the strangest death that do you think that you had to research? Like something that maybe you had never thought about before or thought, oh, this is a really strange way to, to die. I think, well, I think maybe this, the, there's a lot of, a lot of them in space that we looked into. I loved the idea, um, we were sort of looking into what would happen if you were uh, exposed to really loud noises, and it turns out that it's probably not possible to die from noise um, on, on Earth. It, that's, at a certain point, it becomes a, it's a little bit of a technical definition, but it's uh, it becomes a shock wave, um, and so it's no longer noise. It's actually pushing the air, and, and this, of course, is really dangerous. It's what happens in you know bombs and, and stuff. But it turns out if you go to Venus, uh, the atmosphere is so thick there that noise you can actually have much more much louder noises before they actually become become shock waves, and they and they would definitely become lethal um, because the because of the thick atmosphere. So it's, uh, 
I think that was sort of a fascinating way to discover if you want to die by a, like sort of a rock band. Um, that's not possible in the U.S., but it is it is possible to die from noise, a loud noise on, on the planet of Venus. That is very interesting. I would not have guessed that either. <laughs> it's not likely. It's not likely for sure, but it's it's possible. Oh, absolutely. Do you think that you will ever expand this book to include more? variety of deaths i mean it is such a popular read and it's you know been a popular read for a while i'm curious if you're thinking of ever doing a second one that isn't i was never thinking about doing a second i mean i think maybe what i what i've always thought about and i haven't done yet but i what i would like to is to just sort of um write about maybe online or a blog or a podcast or something is to just periodically when uh to write a new one when, when some incident comes up, or it's a, I think it's a fun way to talk about new new science. There was recently, um, well, I guess not that re- recently, but they they found those evidence of the gravitational waves. Um, I think that was you know maybe two years ago, and I and I sort of had an itch to to discuss what would happen if could you possibly die from these? I mean, if you recall, it was um, they found evidence that these two black holes had uh, circled each other and. Um, and they'd actually created such a powerful gravitational pull that sort of um, we could measure it here on Earth with our instruments. And I was sort of curious. Well, then it was a difficult a difficult paper to read if um, in, in the sort of academic language. But I had the I had the urge to say, so, well, what would happen if you were um, a little too close to these black holes and and these uh, gravitational waves uh, pass through you, and, and could you die from that? So I think. Um, that is that is uh, something I've been I've been thinking about a little bit, but unfortunately not not in book form, or at least not yet. Sure. So my my last question for you, and then I'll let you go because I know you're quite busy. Is um, if you can, could you tell us maybe what you're kind of working on right now, or, or maybe some plans for some future projects? Yeah, I I've been writing for um, sort of I guess in this vein, I've been writing these stories for Wired called. Um, I'm writing these little survival guides. So um, the last one was I sort of I wondered how uh, what would happen if you were on uh, Titanic and a sort of guide to get you off of there. And I sort of looked into how exactly how it sank and and what went wrong and the design choices that they made that ended up not working so well. And then and then I actually just sort of found some maps of the Titanic and was. Um, Wondered if you were in down there in, in uh, steerage, the exact route that you should that you needed to take to get out of there, and and when the lifeboats left, and what the best ones were to take. And I also wrote one on uh, escaping from Pompeii recently, um, so uh, trying to figure out exactly how uh, powerful the uh, volcano was and, and where exactly um, people died, and where you needed to go, and, and when you needed to get there, and how you should get there. And, stuff. So it's a little bit in this vein, um, a pretty fun way to look at historical events. Oh, absolutely. And to add a a new level of science, I think, to them as well that people may not have thought about. Thank you so much, Cody, for just letting me interview you and and talk to you about some very interesting and strange morbid deaths, (laughs) which I always find fascinating. So 
glad they weren't. I'm not too. Hopefully, I'm not too morbid. Oh no, no. I well, at least I I can't say because I have the same vein of morbidity that you do. But I found the book very fascinating, and I know many people did. So, so thank awesome. you. Absolutely.